Good morning. I'm Dan Wilt, and this is your wake up call. Wake up, O sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. We enter into our meeting with Jesus today with our opening prayer of consecration. Would you join me? Jesus, have mercy as I move through this day. You in me and I in you. In the times of peace, the hours may bring. In the seasons of wilderness that make me strong. In the freedom of surrender before your cross. In the power of the resurrection that makes me whole. Jesus, have mercy as I move through this day. You in me and I in you. In your name I come. Amen. A reading for today is entitled, It is Written, Part 3. And our scripture passage is from Luke 4, verses 1 to 11. Hear the word of the Lord. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for forty days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will all be yours. And Jesus answered, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. The devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Consider this. It is written. Let's put aside for the moment that Satan is throwing the phrase back at Jesus. I want to continue to expand on what it means to have it is written in our hearts. We are in the third test, the third temptation, and the third response of Jesus. And that response is the same one he's relied on each time the devil has approached. And if Jesus saw it as the most powerful way he could respond to temptation, then surely we should learn that way ourselves. I love to pray the scriptures and to get others to pray them with me. When we simply read scripture, we can miss the personal power each passage has when declared back to God in prayer and worship. When I answer the devil, and my own wayward heart with, it is written, 
I am drawing on thousands of years of covenant history built around the lovingly delivered truth of God to humankind. When I pray the scriptures in the face of testing or temptation, I am entering them, and they are entering me. When I pray the scriptures, I am defining what is true, not only for the devil before me, but for my own heart seeking the way and to walk in the way of Jesus. When I pray the scriptures, I am declaring that my own emotionally fragmented self will not offer enough good and true words to do battle for me. When I pray the scriptures, I am alive to God, and God reveals himself to me. There is no way around it. The Christian who does not hide the written word of God in his or her heart has put down the sword of the Spirit in order to pick up a pocket knife for battle. There is no surviving the battle raging for our hearts without the sword of the Spirit and the rest of the armor of God protecting us along the way. It bears reading Ephesians 6, 10-18 out loud in order to get its truths settling in us as we respond to the enemy. It is written in the battles ahead. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, Put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. You and I will make it if we always have the word of the Lord hidden in our hearts with which we can respond with holy fire to the evil one. Lord of the wild, we are committed to committing the word of God to heart. We know how important it has been to us to cling to your word in times of trouble in the past. Help us prepare for the future and the hiding of your word in our hearts we will need in times to come. In Jesus' name, amen. The questions. Do you have a psalm to which you return again and again when facing down temptation or rising in faith to tests? Which one is it? And what words in the psalm most strengthen you during a challenge? For The Awakening, I'm Dan Wilk. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. 
And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.